Good evening, Agile acquisition enthusiasts, and welcome back to the Underground Digital Tiki Bar. It's Friday night, and that means it's time for another episode of Agile Acquisitions and Alcohol. So cheers. All right. On tonight's episode, I'm going to be responding to a question from Garrett Pagan uh, of OG Systems, who was asking a question following a LinkedIn post that I made regarding, do you know what you're selling? And this was really talking about you know, as we're moving to this agile development, agile development service model, what is it that you're selling? What is it that the government's buying? And of course, I've said time and time again, this is the repeatable process for the delivery of functional product. It's the prioritization of functionality based on need and ability to deliver uh, and user feedback, right? So um, this is a different model. So Garrett's question generally boiled down to, okay, if this is what everybody's selling, uh, in this environment, then how does how does a company stand out? How do they differentiate if everybody's essentially selling this repeatable process? Great question. Thought we'd unpack that one tonight. So essentially, what we got to do is we got to think, okay, we're no longer in this model that we've been in for decades where we're basically looking at technical volumes with pretty pictures and how well can you describe the scenario under which you're going to deliver these you know, hundreds of pages of shall statements uh, and then correlating that with your, your price and your cost and seeing how well it, it stacks up from a reasonable realism standpoint and how well competitively from the, from the other offers, right? So when we're talking about this agile delivery model, what we're really saying is, okay, let's look at past experience, right? Like, so we're buying differently and we wanna get vendors that have experience delivering differently, right? So there's sort of this like pre, uh, belief, I guess, that in this movement in the federal government that, um, you know, big businesses or traditional companies are being shunned and like, you know, everybody wants the, the non-traditionals and small, and, and that's not true. But what we are looking for is to do things differently. So if, if it's a big business or uh, a traditional DOD or federal government company that has the experience delivering in the model that we're looking to transition to, great. No Nobody has any issues with that and a lot of time that's exactly what we need uh, or a blend of course so if you're trying to stand out in a proposal uh, situation I mean it's always going to depend on what the agency is asking for I mean there are there are shades of, of adoption of agile practices I mean sometimes it's it's a blend like I call agile fall which is not a great thing um, sometimes it's you know extreme and and all the buzzwords uh, and and as an industry as, as the vendor you need to read these things and get an understanding of like how how well versed is the agency do they really know what they're asking for are they capable of supporting it um, and this is what the RFI process is for that's why there's asking good questions is so important um, and then shaping a proposal that really meets what the agency is capable. So even if the agency is using all the buzzwords and saying like they want full-fledged agile delivery, lock, stock, and barrel, um, you gotta do a little digging and understand are they really capable of supporting that? And finding out where their gaps are, that's what can give you the edge in your proposal. You know, If you understand that this is a microcosm within an agency that wants to do the right things, but they're operating within a larger structure that doesn't or doesn't generally support that, um, then you need to provide a proposal that sort of bridges that gap. How can you give them that agile, iterative development, um, rapid response and blend it, blend it in with that large agency bureaucracy, whether it's configuration management or security. I mean, probably a video for another time, but you know, if you're doing agile, iterative development and security is not, 
Uh, and so testing is occurring you know, three months after you've been delivering iteratively every two weeks, you're really not delivering anything agile because if at the end of that three months, security kicks everything back, you know, you're not failing small, you're failing, you know, almost a quarter of a year. So, um, you know, you really got to understand the environment you're bidding in. That's one. And and two, you have to understand um, what what is it that makes you unique? You know, what what roles and characteristics does your iterative development process bring to bear? Um, you know, I mean, just like real obviously, like how well ingrained is user-centered design in your approach? Is it an afterthought? Is it one body sort of floating around just so you can say you have it? Or is, is user-centered design actually built into your process? Um, you know, what kind of tools are you using? Are you using a modern tech stack? Have you optimized for development? All of these things that, um, you know, really paint a picture that you're not just, you know, going out and you know, Googling agile development and the agile manifesto and reading the TechFAR handbook and then just sort of packing all that in to say you're doing it. What are the things you've done to demonstrate and deliver? When I'm involved in these acquisitions, what I really like to see are like, show me real artifacts. So show me the, the web pages, the live web pages you've built. Show me the repositories. I want to see code commits. I want to see bug rates, code coverage. I mean, these are the things you want to bundle in there. And yeah, you want to have a story around it. But as I tell companies all the time, you know, save the, save the fluff. Nobody cares. It doesn't help you win. You know, put it, put it in a nice coherent package but don't waste the space, which hopefully in these acquisitions is kept very small, uh, or, or if it's orals, the time's kept pretty brief. Um, you know, be efficient and focus on what's gonna actually make you stand out, which is your experience, where, you've, where have you delivered it? What's your model? How have you demonstrated that to be part of your company's ethos? That's where you wanna spend your time, your space, your words, your pages, whatever. So. Um, Hey Garrett, I hope that answered your question. Uh, and for everybody else, you know, thanks for watching and um, you know, cheers. Now go innovate. <laughs>